The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين قيم السماوات والأرضين مدبر الخلائق أجمعين بعث الرسل صلواته وسلامه عليهم أجمعين إلى المكلفين لهدايتهم وبيان شرائع الدين بدلائل بدلائل القطعية وواضحات البراحين أحمده على جميع نعمه وأسأله المزيد من فضله وكرمه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له الواحد القحار الكريم الغفار وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وحبيبه وخليله أفضل المخلوقين المكرم بالقرآن العزيز المعجزة المستمرة على تعاقب السنين وبالسنن المستنيرة للمسترشدين المخصوص بجوامع الكلام وسماحة الدين صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى سائر النبيين وآل كل وسائر الصالحين أما بعد ربي شهلي صدري ويسر, ويسر لي أمري وأهل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي ربي زدني علما اللهم انفعني بما علمتني وعلمني ما ينفعني وزدني علما الحمد لله على كل حال وعوذ بالله من, من حال أهل النار اللهم إني أعوذ بك من الأربع من علم لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشى ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن دعاء لا يسمع uh, I start by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The one who has established these heavens and the earths The one who is uh, uh, The one who sent the messenger uh, may, the mes- may, may the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And peace be upon all of the messengers Who were sent with the clear guidance uh, With the clear proofs uh, with the definitive evidences and the uh, clear and obvious signs all praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we bear, we bear witness not worthy worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-wahid al-qahar al-kareem al-ghaffar and we bear, when we bear, we bear testimony that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is abduhu wa rasooluhu wa habibuhu wa khaliluhu afdalul makhluqeen al-mukarrim bil-qur'an al-aziz and you could continue in terms of the sifat and, and uh, the attributes and, uh, and and uh, the descriptions of the mess and the status of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-makhsusu bi jawami'il kalami wa samahatid deen salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi wa ala sa'irin nabiyin etc etc and may we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send his salutations upon his Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to ease our task for us and uh, to remove the impediment from our speech so that we are able to communicate the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the da'wah of Islam clearly, eloquently, uh, inshallah ta'ala. And we also ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, innam al-a'malu bin-niyyat. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for ikhlas, for sincerity, that we are here, sitting here, uh, speaking uttering the words that we utter solely for the sake and the, for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not for self-gratification not for any egoistic agendas not for any personality issues but solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala any action done not for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a wasted action and anything done for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it from us inshallah ta'ala with those opening words I want to welcome you to the weekly live learning show with me Hafi Shaban uh, every Thursday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Inspire FM 105.1 FM and also broadcasting uh, to our sister stations nationally also Facebook live stream 01582481822 is the number here in the studio 0779481822 is the number for the SMS and the WhatsApp messages uh, last hour uh, brother Fahad uh, Mateen and, and, and team fantastic show mashallah uh, really educating the, the community uh, with some very important matters with regards to our health and our fitness inshallah ta'ala, and, and specifically the issue of diabetes right uh, so inshallah listen to the repeat if you didn't listen to the the original show inshallah ta'ala, but very informative jazakumullah khairan 
Anyway, we are going to be discussing something which is also very, very important for us as individuals. Very, very important for our Iman. Very, very important for us as, as, as Muslims, as believers. And, and with, the, uh, the, with the fact that it is the month of Rabi'un Awal, uh, and we are currently, as Inspire FM uh, radio station, currently we are running a special on Rabi'un Awal and the, the, the Seerah uh, and the, the, the life of the Messenger Sallallahu uh, I thought this particular week I will deviate from my uh, Deen intensive that I'm currently doing on the Arba'in and Nawi and today just focus on what it means loving the, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What does it mean that we love the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? How do we understand loving the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Is this something which is intellectual? Is this something which is ideological? Is this something which is just emotional? Is this something which uh, we just do, we just love? You know, like the, the some of the, the religions, they have a concept of love, right? You don't ask questions, right? You don't discuss, you don't articulate, you don't, uh, you don't, you, you, there's no intelligent conversation. And there's a lot of pertinent questions which are unanswered. And when you ask those questions, they say, you just got to love. You just got to love. The, you just got to love the, 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 the messenger. You just got to love Jesus. You just got to love, you know, wh whoever the prophet or whoever the personality is that a particular religion is, you know, uh, you know is holding it in high esteem. So a lot of religions, they talk about love. Right, but it's a very obscure, uh, obscure. It's a very abstract. It's a very generic concept, right? And it, uh, and 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 love in that concept is devoid of rationality. Is devoid of an intellectual basis. Is devoid of discussing. Is it is devoid of answering some key questions, right? And Islam is the deen that is the opposite to that. Islam is the deen that asks man to apply his thinking. Islam is a deen which asks man to think. Islam is a, a deen which answers man's questions and it answers the greatest questions that man has right? the greatest questions that befog the mind of every individual why am i here what is my purpose where we're we going why is this, uh, why are we all here you know what is the greater plan you know and all of the other questions that we have islam answers those questions right so islam is not a dean of just love right in the, in a very abstract and generic sense right just love and let's forget the discussion and let's forget having a conversation and forget less answering these trying uh, tr and trying to answer these questions and let's forget trying to define love but rather islam has this clarity and it demands this clarity so therefore love in islam is not this generic love is not this blind love is not just this emotional love is not this love that is devoid of an understanding and 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 and, and, and a context it's all is is the opposite it is the opposite right and that's why inshallah ta'ala in in an hour right i've got very short time i'm going to try to cover three or four key facets right uh, and hopefully this will give us the the framework and it'll give us the answer to the question that i'm trying to raise right loving the prophet sallallahu alaihi so firstly the question is why do we need to love the prophet sallallahu alaihi why is it important to love the prophet sallallahu is it important to love the prophet sallallahu is it an obligation is it a, a recommended act what what is the status of loving the prophet question number one we'll try to answer right then the second question that we'll try to answer is what is the reward what are the virtues associated with loving the messenger of Allah and my task is my challenge is that I need to answer both of these questions in the first half of the show in the second half of the show we're going to start defining what is the reality of loving the Prophet ﷺ. What does it mean loving the Prophet ﷺ? What is the true meaning of loving the Prophet ﷺ? Is it wearing a symbolic hat? Is it wearing a symbolic color? Is it putting a badge on I love the Messenger of Allah ﷺ? Is it wearing a badge I am an Ashik of Rasulullah ﷺ? What is the real definition of loving the Prophet ﷺ? What is the true meaning? We're going to discuss that second half of the show. Question number three. And then we're going to question four or point four that I want to cover is then I want to demonstrate through the examples of the uh, the Sahaba radiallahu anhum how they exemplified and how they demonstrated their love for the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa So I've got four tasks to complete in one hour or in even less than one hour. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for me. First question. What is the status of 
loving the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Is it something which is obligatory? Is it something which is optional? Is it something that it all depends upon an individual? That is answered. That question is answered in the Quran very clearly, very categorically. Allah subhanahu wa taala says in Surah Al-Hazab, verse sixty, "An Nabiyu awla bil mu'minin min anfuzim wa azwajuhu ummahatuhum." The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he is more worthy. He is more worthy, he is more important to the believers than the believers themselves. Allahu Akbar. Surah Ahzab verse 6. verse six. The Messenger of Allah, the Prophet is more worthy of the believers than even themselves. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Surah Al-Imran verse 31 uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says O oh Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Say قُلْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ Say O oh Muhammad if you shall love Allah قُلْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِ Then follow me So Allah will love you Right, in, in another ayah, very long ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah At-Tawbah verse 24, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Qul in kundum tuhibbun Allah. No, 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 not in kul in kundum. Qul in kana abaukum wa abnaukum wa azwajukum wa ashiratukum wa amwalun iktaraftumuha wa tijaratun takhshawna kasadaha wa masakinu tardawnaha ahabba ilaykum min Allahi wa rasulihi wa jihadin fi sabilihi fatarabbasu hatta ya'ti Allahu bi amrihi. Right, so this is a lengthy verse. I don't have the time to go into the detail, but in essence, in in summary, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has listed everything that could be there for you, for me as an individual. What is there for you? Your father, your mother, your sons, your brothers, your wives, yourselves, your wealth, your business, your investments, your liquid assets, your you know immovable assets, the dwellings, your homes, your cars, everything Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lists. And Allah says, if these things are more worthy to you, are more beloved to you than Allah and His Messenger, and struggling in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and jihad in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then wait till Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings his command and Allah does not guide the disobedient people. Right? So in all of these ayahs of the Qur'an, it is very clear and very categorical that the Messenger of Allah comes before your mom, comes before your father, comes before your brother, comes before your sister, comes before your wives, your children, and comes before you, me as an individual. The first, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and immediately with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Is it a choice? No, it's an obligation upon us to love the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa and to hold him in the, in the greatest and the highest regard, and to love him with the grace of love. Yeah, uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in a hadith, very very famous hadith, right? Uh, and let me just quote the hadith to you in Arabic very very quickly because we don't have the time. And this is from Kitab al-Iman, Bab Hub rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam min al-Iman. A chapter from Sahih Bukhari, and this is the Kitab al-Iman. To love the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is part of Iman. حب الرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من الإيمان. and what is the hadith? قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنا أن أنس قال قال رسول قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى أكون أحب إليه من والده وولده والناس أجمعين. narrated أنس رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said none of you will have faith till he loves me more than he loves his father, his children, and all of mankind. None of you will have faith until he loves me more than his father, more than his children, and more than any, the whole of mankind put together. Part of Iman, Allahu Akbar. Part of Iman. Right? And Abdullah ibn Hisham, 
Abdullah ibn Hisham. A very, very famous last uh, you know, example that I give you is Abdullah ibn Hisham, may Allah be pleased with him, says that we were with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's a lengthy hadith, very quickly. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya subhanallah, Rasulullah was holding the hand of Umar ibn al-Khattab. Allahu Akbar. May Allah be pleased with him by his hand. Allah, look at the love between the Messenger of Allah and Umar ibn al-Khattab. Holding the hand of Umar ibn al-Khattab and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Umar ibn al-Khattab said to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O oh, oh Nabi, O oh Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you are more beloved to me than everything except myself. Except myself. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied, No, no, O oh Umar, I swear by him in whose hand is my soul, you will not truly believe until I become more beloved to you than even yourself. And thereupon Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, said, I swear by Allah that you are now more beloved to me than myself. And the Prophet said, Now, O Umar, your faith, your iman is complete. And this is Bukhari. And Ibn Hajar, he means, this means that you will not be able to achieve the highest rank of belief. You will not be able to, Ibn Hajar, he comments on this and says, you will not be able to achieve the highest rank of belief until Rasulullah is more beloved to you than everything else. You will not be truthful in your love until, until you favor his pleasure over your own desires. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, he said, loving Allah and his messenger. May Allah be, have mercy upon him. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah said, loving Allah and his messenger more than everything else is one of the tenets of Islam without which a slave is not considered a believer. Ibn Qudama, it is the consensus of the Muslim scholars that loving Allah and his messenger is mandatory for every Muslim. Every Muslim. Right? And subhanAllah, I could continue. I could continue. I, I have so many quotations uh, in front of me that I think we have really, really established, right? The obligatory nature of loving the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And there is no doubt. There is no doubt. Ijma, Quran, Hadith, Ijma, Sahaba. And we see all of the scholars unified. And Ibn Hajar, you know, Wallahi, I want to give you this example before I continue. And I want you to listen to this. And when I was reading this example, it really put me to test. And I want to put, I want you to apply this test to yourself. Ibn Hajar, may Allah have mercy upon him, said, an evidence of this love. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? I want you to test yourself. An evidence of this love for the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is if somebody were to favor losing something extremely precious to themselves. Ibn Hajar says the evidence for whether you love the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam more than anything else, the evidence of this is if somebody were to favor losing something extremely precious to themselves rather than lose the chance to see the Prophet ﷺ, if indeed it were possible for them to see him, indeed missing out on an opportunity to see the Prophet ﷺ, is harsher and more heartbreaking for a person than losing something which is so extremely precious. If this were not the case, then the description of love would not be applicable to such a person. Do you know what Ibn Hajar is saying here? Just looking at the Messenger of Allah. Imagine you had a chance and opportunity to just see the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Seeing the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And at the, other, at the expense of losing something that was so, so close to you as an individual. Whether it was a loved one, whether it was your wealth, whether it was everything that you own. Ibn Hajar is saying the litmus test would be that you would go and you would prefer seeing, just seeing the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam over losing something so extremely precious to you. Allahu Akbar, I told you, it's a litmus test. And that is the true meaning of loving the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That is how Ibn Hajar, he described it. But these ayahs and these ayahs from the Quran and the hadith of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it answers our first question, which is the obligation of loving the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And I told you, I'm going to try to answer four points in one hour. It's very difficult, so I'm just going to summarize it. Now, 
Okay, oblig- obligation of, of loving the Messenger of Allah وسلم, is understood and established. What about the reward of loving the Messenger of Allah وسلم? Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. If I had the whole hour to just discuss the virtues and the rewards of this love, I could spend the hour. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, may Allah be pleased with the reported that a man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi and said, Oh Messenger of Allah, a man came to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa and he said, Oh Messenger of Allah, you are dearer to me than my family. You are dearer to me than my children. You are dearer to me than myself. And sometimes I am sitting in my house and I remember you. And then I am overwhelmed with until the desire to come and see you. When I think about your death and mine, I realize that when you die, you will be amongst the rank of the prophets in paradise. But I fear that if I enter paradise, I will not be able to see you. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Look at this Sahabi. Look at this Sahabi. My love for you is that, oh, Messenger of Allah, sometimes I, Allahu Akbar. What is the status of these Sahabi? That when they wanted to see the Messenger of Allah, they would leave their homes and they would go to the Messenger of Allah and they would be able to see him. Sallallahu alayhi wa He says, in this dunya I have been blessed with the ability to come and see you when I feel my heart is overwhelmed with the love for you, O Messenger of Allah. But I fear the day when I will die. I fear when you will no longer be amongst us, Ya Rasulullah, I will not be, you know, in Jannah, you will be amongst the Prophets. And where will I be in Jannah? And I will not be able to see you, oh, Ya Rasulullah, and, and this troubles me. And the Prophet wasallam did not answer this man until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed a verse from Surah An-Nisa. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَن يُطِعِ اللَّهُ وَالرَّسُولَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنَعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ وَالصَّالِحِينَ وَحَسُنَ أُولَٰئِكَ رَفِيقًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And whoever obeys Allah and whoever obeys His Messenger, those will be with the ones upon whom Allah has bestowed favor of the prophets and the steadfast affirmers of the truth and the martyrs and the righteous and the excellent are those as companions. So the one who obeys Allah, the one who obeys the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, right? They are the ones who will be blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they will be in that company of the, of the prophets, of the siddiqeen, wa shuhada and wa salihin. And indeed, we know many examples from the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When you, you know from Bab Manaqibu Amr ibn Khattab, Abi Hafs al Quraishi al Adawi, radiallahu anhum, who narrates that an an Anas radiallahu anhu, an Rajulan sa'ala an Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam an al-Sa'a, faqal mata, faqal mata al-Sa'a, qal wa maza a'adatta laha, qal la shay illa anni uhib. الله ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال أنت مع من أهببت قال أنس فما فرحنا بشيء فرحنا بقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت مع من أهببت الله أكبر قال أنس فأنا أحب النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وأبا بكر وعمر وأرجو أن أكون معهم بحبي إياهم وإن لم أعمل بمثل أعمالهم Narrated Anas radiallahu anhu, a man asked the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, about the hour, when will the, will, when will the hour be? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, what have you prepared for it? The man said very little, nothing, except that I love Allah and I love his messenger. I love his apostle. And the Prophet said, you will be with those whom you love. You will be with those who you love. And we have never been, Allahu Akbar, look at the reaction of the Sahaba. We have, ne- we have never been as happy as we were when we heard the words of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Anta ma'a man ahbabt You will be with those whom you love And therefore qala Anas I love the Prophet I love Abu Bakr I love Umar And I hope that I, be- I will be with them Because of my love for them Not through my deeds which are not similar to theirs Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Wallahi Wallahi Indeed it, it gives the likes of myself and the likes of yourself, hope, hope that the Messenger of Allah said, Al-Mar'u ma'a man ahab 
the Prophet sallallahu said, everyone will be with those whom he loves. Al-mar'u ma'a man ahab. And we ask Allah, Ya Allah, you know, our deeds are very short. Our deeds are very, very deficient. Our deeds are very little. But we ask, uh, we ask you, our oh Allah, through your mercy, you know, make us amongst the Prophet make us amongst his company, make us amongst the company of the Anbiya, make us amongst the company of the Shuhada, make us amongst the company of the Ashab al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Umar, Abu Bakr, and Umar, and Uthman, and Ali. Oh Allah, give us that status, give us that, you know, that honor in the Akhirah, even though, you know, we are not worthy of that status. But Allahu Akbar, here is an avenue by which we can attain that status and that is by having that love of Allah and His Messenger and having the love of, of Allah and His Messenger will allow us that we will inshallah ta'ala be in this, with, uh, share the same status uh, or not, not the same st- status or be amongst the Prophet sallallahu in the Akhirah and like I said I'm going to keep it short inshallah ta'ala and with that I'm trying to conclude the first half of the show which is obligation of loving the Messenger of Allah sallallahu and the reward of loving the Messenger sallallahu when we come back from the commercial break, I'm going to ask the question, but what is the real love of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu What does it really mean? What is the true meaning of loving the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu And let's look at some examples so that we don't just say we love the Messenger of Allah, but we show it in our actions. And that is the manifestation of the true love for the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Just reminded you with me, Hafi Shaban, on the weekly live learning show. Every Thursday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Inspire FM 105.1 FM. We're going to go into a commercial break. We'll be back until then. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum. This is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Alhamdulillah, salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Welcome back to the weekly live learning show with me Hafi Shaban Every Thursday from 7pm to 8pm Live from the Inspire FM studios 105.1 FM Alright, so we're going to go back to our conversation Our discussion on Rabi Ulawal special As part of this series Brought to you by Inspire FM And we're focusing on the loving Loving the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and the question I asked right at the beginning is, what it was? What does it mean loving the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Right? And in the first half an hour of the show, we've covered the obligation of. Of loving the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, we looked at the virtues and the rewards of loving the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This part of the show, we're going to be looking at what does it actually mean. Loving the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam What is the true meaning of loving the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And then we're going to look at some examples And when I started of the show I made a very important point that I'm going to re- re-emphasize here That in Islam there's no such a thing as just general love R- Love unleashed Or love without any parameters without any specifications or without any definition and, and this just generic and vague love right it is not like the other deans which say just love you know jesus or just love you know x y and z and the question uh, and there's no set path and no definition of what is that love of you know uh, you know uh, of that per- particular person that you're you're, you're asking to be re- uh, you know to be respected or to be uh, to be loved Islam is very specific. So even when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talked about the love of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, even when the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talked about the love of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and that needs to be the most important point for any believer, it wasn't left undefined. And indeed the scholars, they discussed and they commented and then they gave an explanation in terms of what this actually means, right? Because this helps us a lot to sieve through a lot of the stuff that we see today. Day, right? Yes, it is true that we're following the Sunnah of the Prophet. We're trying to maybe, you know, uh, imitate, uh, you know, you know, a certain 
clothing, we're trying to imitate certain practice, right? A part of the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, indeed, if it is part of the Sunnah of the, of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But we don't want some generalists. I, I, you know, my fear is that we have a lot of generalists, right? Where we talk about the love of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, uh, but our whole life is in contradiction with the, with, with the message that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has bought. And that is the fundamental problem. That is a fundamental problem. When you talk about the love, and I have seen so many examples, right? We talk about it. We talk about the love of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We attend the functions of, you know, celebrating the, the love of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Our whole lifestyle represents and is a complete in contradiction to the message and to the principles and to the values that the Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam bought. Right, so we could be, you know, uh, you know, we could be representatives of the council of the masjid, and we could be, you know, ambassadors of, of programs and and advocating certain programs in in celebration of loving the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And then when we come to our private life, and when we come to our, you know, muamalat, our transactions with one another, when we talk, when we come to dealing with our kin, when we come to dealing with kinship, when it comes to the the value of blood. All the blood relations, we break blood relations, we refuse to attend invitations from one another, we refuse to go to, uh, to weddings or, or family and friend, we refuse to speak to a person, we refuse to even give salams to a person, we refuse to acknowledge another Muslim. Right? And we openly declare that we will sever ties of kinship and we talk about loving the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. How can that be loving the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? How can I be loving the Allah? We deal with interest, we refuse to pay zakah, we deal in, you know, and so many of these actions. But yeah, we claim that we love the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I mean, hang on, it's like me saying that I love my parents. I love my parents, but my father asks me to do something and I disobey him. And my mother asks me to do something and I disobey her. I'm rude to my mother. I'm rude to my father. I'm disrespectful to my mother. I'm disrespectful to my father. I couldn't care about my parents. And I say, I love my parents. I mean, what kind of love is that for your parents? That is not love of parents. The love of the parents, everyone knows, is Obeying your parents is respecting your parents is being obedient to your parents is understand is not even uttering the word off to your parents That would be a definition of loving the parents I mean if you decide to get your mother a Mother's Day card or your father a Father's Day card When that date comes around in the year and the whole year you are rude and you're abrupt and you're not maintaining a relationship You're not finding out how your father is your mother is you refuse to communicate you've seized communication with your father or your mother you've severed relationships and you take her a bunch of flowers and you take her a, a mother's day card and a box of chocolate is that love for your mother or your father absolutely not that is an absurdity that is ridiculous and that is the way I want us to reflect upon loving the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which we have now established is a farth, is an obligation it is established that loving the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is part of one's belief Right, it's part of one belief, right? Allah has commanded us to honor and sub. But what, how do we love? How do we demonstrate the love for the Prophet? Very, very famous ayah. I mentioned it right at the beginning. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, In kuntum Allah, if you love Allah, how are you going to demonstrate that you love Allah? Then follow the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Following the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam The loving of Allah, the loving of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is following them You must follow them And even when we talked about the love of, of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam You have to love the Messenger of Allah more than you love anything else Your father, who is your father? In comparison to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Who is your mother? In comparison to your into the Prophet Sallallahu It was Abu Bakr Siddiq and it was the Sahaba, it was Abdullah, it was uh Abdu it was uh was Abdurrahman ibn Abdullah. Uh, I, I forget the name. Uh, the son of Abdullah ibn Ubay, who was the the head of the hypocrites, his son who was the believer said, Ya Rasulullah, I realize my father and who my father is. If someone is going to go to deal with him, let me be the one who goes and deals with him. That is loving Allah and his messenger. 
He was ready to take action against his own father because his father was the enemy of Allah and his messenger. That is loving Allah and his messenger. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this honorable ayah, it judges against those who claim to love Allah. If you're claiming to love Allah, apply this ayah against your love, your love definition. Those who claim to love Allah yet do not follow the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that love is superficial, is partial, is deficient. Right? We're not going to say that love, because that, 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 that could still be love, right? You could, you could have love, right? You could genuinely have love. And you know, for your parents and be rude to your parents. You could do that. Astaghfirullah. Not not recommended. It's not really having love. But circumstances may drive that. Not 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 justifiable, of course. And you could have love for the Messenger of Allah and Allah and yet be a, a Farsic possibly. Farsic. But there is the grains of love within our hearts, within our minds. And we could be contravening and contra, you know, contradicting the 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 the, the ahkam and, and the sharia and, and the and the and the method, and that would not be love. That would be deficient. And that is why here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that those who really claim to love Allah judge your love of Allah and His Messenger by Asking the question, are we following the ways of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Such people are not true in their claim until they follow the Sharia of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and his deen and his religion in all his statements, in all his actions, in all his conditions. It is recorded in the Sahih that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said and, and, and we've already discussed that earlier. This is very, very important for us to establish this. The scholars, the shiuch, whether we talk about Ibn Hajar, when we talk about Ibn, Ibn Taymiyyah, when we look at Imam An-Nawi, they give different statements regarding the reality of loving the Messenger of Allah Please, brothers and sisters, all of us, let's reflect upon these statements. Let's reflect upon these statements. Loving the Messenger of Allah has been explained as following him. Following the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Loving the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Is following Him Following Him in your personal life Following Him with your treatment of your wives with Following Him in the treatment of your children Following Him with regards to your private life Following Him with regards to your mu'amalat Following Him with regards to your business transactions Following Him with regards to your interaction in society, in community Following Him in regards to ahkam al-shara'i To do with ahkam to do with siyasa, to do with iqtisad, to do with ijtima'ah. Following him in all aspects of life is loving the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Following him first and foremost, ittabi'uni. Ittabi'uni kul in kun Allah fattabi'uni. Following the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and following him in all aspects, 365 days of the year, every day of the year, that is loving the Prophet That is what I need to ask myself. Am I loving the Messenger of Allah by following him? Or am I just rhetoric and no following? Supporting him. Supporting him. Protecting his sunnah. Imitating him. Right? Continuously. Right? So these are very, very important points. Now, I tell you what is also important and, and it's mentioned. It's continuously mentioning and remembering him. Continuously mentioning and remembering him. As-salatu wassalamu alayka ya Rasulullah. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammad. Right? As-salatu wassalamu alayka ya Rasulullah. Continuously mentioning Rasulullah. Continuously remembering him ya Rasulullah. Listening to the na'ads, listening to the nasheeds, and listening to those praising the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That is fantastic. And that is an area where a lot of the Muslims excel in. We excel in that. Mentioning and remembering and, and claiming that we are the ones who love the Messenger of Allah My worry is that we don't follow the first two points Which is the actual definition and that is following him That is following him, that is supporting him Supporting his deen, protecting his sunnah 
working to establish his deen, working to establish his sunnah, favoring him over oneself, favoring the messenger of Allah, favoring what he bought over oneself. This is where we fall short when we realize that hukm of Allah, it goes against my emotions, my sentiments, and I am unwilling to go against my own sentiments and my emotions. I'm missing the Messenger of Allah, longing to meet him. And wallahi, you know, I see two contradictions in, 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 in people. One is where we continuously mention and remember and we do azkar and we do nasheed and we do na'at and we do hamd and we do all of these stuff and we completely don't follow him. We're completely oblivious to following him. And our lives are full of contradictions. Right? And the other is when we try to follow the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa we try to talk about hukum sharia, we talk, try to talk about ahkam sharia, we try to talk about implementing the ahkam sharia, and we talk about ittiba' of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa but I also find a lack of emotion and a lack of sentiment in such people too, because we can almost become very robotic and we can almost become very academic, we can also become intellectually intellectual and very dry. But there's... We are devoid of emotion, we are devoid of sentiments, we are devoid of actually exhibiting our love, mentioning Rasulullah, remembering Rasulullah, mentioning, missing him, and longing to meet Rasulullah. Where is that element? It is the both elements that need to come together. It's the both elements that need to come together. We strive to follow the Messenger of Allah in all our aspects of our lives. All our aspects of life. Of our lives, in personal matters, in the deen, in the matters of the deen, and in societal matters, in societal matters, in society, whether it's economy, whether it's politics, whether it's ruling, whether it's society, whether it's foreign affairs, whether it's domestic policy, we follow the sunnah of Rasulullah because we love Rasulullah and because he is the example for us. It is not the United Nations, it is not Boutros, Boutros, Ghali, or whoever the General Secretary may be of the United Nations currently. It is not. Trump, it is not Blair, but it is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is our example. We follow him. Right? That is the pertinent point that we need to remember. Al-Qadi Al-Iyad. Al-Qadi Al-Iyad, may Allah have mercy upon him. He said most of these statements refer to the fruits of loving the Prophet sallallahu but do not address its reality. The reality of loving the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam lies in making all that which one loves and favors correspond to everything that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam loved and favored. Alright? The reality of loving the Prophet lies in making your loves and your desires all aligned and corresponding and subservient to what the Messenger of Allah bought. And that is what we discussed earlier. Uh, in fact, let me just go back to the Arabic text one minute. Uh, that is not the one that I want. Uh, I want is لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى أكون أحب إليه من والده وولده والناس أجمعين. And that is the pertinent point here. Sheikh Al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah. Ibn Sheikh uh, al-Islam uh, Ibn Taymiyyah, what did he say? May Allah have mercy upon him, said, commenting upon this hadith, the meaning of this hadith is obvious because it is natural for someone who loves another to be with him. This is the second hadith that we were discussing. Al-Mar'u, Al-Mar'u ma'a man ahabba. Ibn Taymiyyah says, the close, ah, beautiful, beautiful. Look at this explanation, right? Ibn Taymiyyah says, the meaning of this hadith is obvious because it is natural for someone who loves another to be with him right but look what he says next but the closeness to the beloved the closeness to the beloved will be proportional to the intensity of love that exists Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar reflect upon that how close are you going to be to the messenger of Allah sallallahu in Jannah being in Jannah there's going to be inshallah ta'ala millions in Jannah al-Firdaus, and subhanAllah, sometimes I reflect upon this. Allahu Akbar, in which corner, in which corner will me 
and you be. Inshallah ta'ala, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he grants us Jannatul Firdaus through his immense uh, and, and his infinite mercy. And when we are granted mercy and we are granted through the infinite mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jannatul Firdaus, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the highest Jannah, Jannatul Firdaus, in which corner will we be in Jannatul Firdaus? And where will the maqam of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam be? Allahu Akbar. How far will we be? from the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when you reflect upon that you think subhanallah in which corner will I be and the answer to that is coming here Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah he says the closeness to the beloved will be proportional to the intensity of love that exists if this love is perfected then it entails that one must do all that the beloved requests and commands if this love is perfected, then it entails that one must do all that the beloved requests and he commands, provided that one is able to do so. The more one willingly differs from one's beloved, the weaker the love is that exists. The more one willingly differs from one's beloved, the weaker the love is that exists right so that puts things into perspective you know islam is a, a dean of perspective islam is a dean of you know using our minds islam is a dean of thinking of th of thought of application islam is not a, a dean of just emotional raw emotion islam is not a dean of raw emotion we just cannot carry on emotionally ranting i love the messenger i love allah and i love his messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then our whole lives are not aligned to what allah and his messenger but that is not that is not the dean even the example that i cited very early when uh, uh, rasulullah asked uh, the sahaba what have you prepared? And he said, I prepared nothing. Or I've prepared very little. The, the commentary is the comment on that hadith. They say that, that means that in terms of the supererogatory, the additional ibadat, the, the, the core ibadat, of course, the, the, the Sahabi was performing those. Right? And here, this is what we're being told that it is about getting our actions, getting our lifestyles, getting, getting our, you know, uh, our activity in life, getting all our perspectives, getting all our different aspects of life aligned to what Allah, Allah and His Messenger have brought to us. And that is the true definition of loving the Messenger of Allah. Shaykh al Islam ibn Taymiyyah very quickly says that may Allah have mercy upon him. Allah does not accept. That loving him and his messenger should only be equal to that of one's family and wealth. You know, this is the point that I was mentioning earlier. It is not enough for you to love Allah and you love the messenger of Allah. Just like you love your, your wife or you love your mother or you love your siblings. That is not enough. You gotta love Allah and his messenger even more. Even more. They have to be the number one. And remember I said to you, I want to answer the final point And I just want to reflect upon the final point. And I want to do that very quickly because I've only got a few minutes left. You know, that is why we say, look at the Sahaba, Allahu Akbar. You know, Abdullah ibn Umar. Abdullah ibn Umar, now he's the son of Umar ibn Khattab. And he wants, you know, may Allah be pleased with him. What an amazing, amazing son of Umar ibn Khattab. You know, and he said, oh, oh father. He's asking his father, Umar ibn Khattab, oh, father, why do you like Usama more than me? Why do you like Osama more than me? How can you like another person's son more than your own son? I swear by Allah that he has never beat me to any battle. Abdullah ibn Umar, he's the son of Umar ibn Khattab. He's got a legitimate question to his father. He's saying to his father, Father, why do you love Osama more than me? Osama, who is the son of Zaid. Why do you love him more than me? I am your real son. Umar ibn Khattab, may Allah be pleased. What did he say? He said, because Zaid, Zaid radiallahu anhu, Usama radiallahu anhu's father, he was dearer to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa He was dearer to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa than your father was. And Usama was dearer to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa than you were. Therefore, I favor the love of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa over my love. Allahu Akbar. That is the understanding of the Sahaba. Umar ibn Khattab, he will love the son of Zaid ibn uh, Zaid. 
He would love the, the, the son of Zaid or uh, uh, Osama over his own son because the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi he loved Osama and he loved Zaid. And uh, of course Zaid was the adopted son of Prophet sallallahu alaihi Umar ibn Khattab, wallahi, he said to Al-Abbas, the Prophet's uncle, before he became a Muslim, Oh Abbas, embrace Islam, become a Muslim. And I swear by Allah that it would be more beloved to me that you embrace Islam than even if my father became Muslim. Allahu Akbar, wallahi, can you understand the, the, the gravity of the statement of Umar ibn Khattab? Umar ibn Khattab, his father, Al-Khattab, he's saying, I prefer that you became a Muslim, Al-Abbas. He's talking to the Prophet's uncle. He said, I prefer that you would become a Muslim than my own father would become a Muslim. Why? Because you are the uncle of the Prophet and you are dear to the Prophet and if you became Muslim, it would please the Prophet and that is why your embracing of Islam is more beloved to me than my own father becoming Muslim. You know, wallahi, wallahi, these, these examples are just incredible. You know, there's an, the example, last example is of the woman from the tribe of Banu Dinar. Wallahi, this example, it brings tears to one's eyes. She lost her husband. She lost her father. She lost her brother in the Baal of Uhud. She lost her husband. Shaheed, her father, Shaheed, her brother, Shaheed. And she was informed of this. She was informed of this and she responded and she said, But what happened to the Prophet? Allahu Akbar. Tell me about the Prophet. Don't tell me about my husband. Don't tell me about my father. Don't tell me about my brother. Tell me about the Prophet. Is he alive? The people replied, All praise belongs to Allah. He is safe. He is as safe as you would wish him to be. So may Allah be pleased with this woman. She said, Show him to me so that I can see him for myself. And so the people pointed him out. And when she saw him, she said, Any disaster besides that of losing you is insignificant. Allahu Akbar. Wallahi. Let me end my show on this note. Let me end my show on this note, Allahu Akbar, any disaster besides losing you, O Muhammad Sallallahu is insignificant. Wallahi, Wallahi, let's just bear that in mind. That is the example of the Salaf, that is the example of the Sahaba, and that is the example of their true love of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that any good is from Him, from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, and any, and any shortcomings are for myself. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He puts the true love in our hearts and our minds for the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He allows us to, uh, uh, gives us the true love, the realization of true love, which is the following of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the yearning of being with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the yearning of seeing the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And may He allow us to be in the company of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and, 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 and the Nabiyeen and the Sahaba and Shahada wa Salihin. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org. You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at InspireFM Luton.